Hi, this is Declan Chalvey, uh, artist, former artist of Moon Knight, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 213, and you are with your high pressure conchu, Ray. Welcome back. And uh, tonight, today, whatever, we've got a very interesting episode for you. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to uncover. It's uh, thanks to the first quarter moon in the sky, we are at another conchu's relics. And uh, we'll be doing Moon Knight Letters Pages. Uh, as mentioned, I'm your High Priestess Conchu Ray. And joining with me, returning at the end of this week, is Josh... Geronimo! Johnson Josh, welcome back. Hey, what's going on? It's good to be back. Yeah, um, very excited by this. We had a nice chat earlier in the week about a bit of a toe-to-toe throwdown between Moon Knight and another character... Uh, this week we're doing uh, a bit more, for those that don't know, Conchu's Relics, um, basically anything Moon Knight related that isn't uh, his series, so to speak, uh, or anything to do with TV show or film. So anything else that could be, you know, we've done in the past um, um, games, um, you know, action figures, stuff like that. We've done uh, Amazon reviews uh, of Moon Knight stuff. So yeah, Conchu's Relics, it's a nice little um, broad scope that allows us to talk about Moon Knight in a different capacity. So letters pages should be really fun to do. Can't wait to dive into that. We'll be looking at uh, most of the volumes uh, and looking at reactions to, you know, say around the issue ones, how the series were uh, initially received by the public. Uh, before that, of course, a big thank you to our Patroonies, our sponsors, uh, those co-producers and executive producers listed in our show notes uh, you know, without without you guys, uh, we wouldn't be able to do as much as we we are doing. So a huge thank you uh, to you, Josh, as well, um, and because uh, Josh is a patroonie, but to the other patroonies such as Daniel, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, James, Russell, and Anthony. Uh, also a big thank you uh, to a shout out to Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, one of the patroonies. Uh, it's an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, also, a big shout out to Hello Headphones, Empowering Gamers to Play at Their Best, and Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the Superhero Superstore. So here we are, looking at uh, at letter pages, Josh. This should be interesting. I don't know. Have you had a a little peruse of some of the letters? Are there any like juicy tidbits? Uh, well, unlike some of our uh, reviews we did on our last episode, <laughs> mostly everything is positive. I okay. guess because like that like all the letters you get on the page that's not all the ones they receive that's just the ones they've decided to print so unless i guess they get like a really interesting negative one we won't see it so it's not it's going to be more so just uh what was the initial reaction you know you know 30 40 years ago like when a new number one came out as opposed to uh this comic maybe want to blow my brains out like we got to last time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, look a little bit of a rib tickle here josh i might as well go for it now um uh, you know i say this in jest but any uh, any surprise then that maybe the bendis run didn't have any letters pages (laughs) is that is that is that saying something or i I don't know (laughs) 
Well, I think I think it's more so that I think a lot of people maybe just don't write letters anymore. Especially, like I'm actually yeah. surprised that there are like some current comics that still do have them. I know Spider Man still has them. I know Thor has them. Um, I was some of the Moon Knight, like the the Bemis run of Moon Knight, you know, which is pretty recent. That had one, mm-hmm. um, but I think people. They would rather if they would just now that we have social media, they can just complain on there or whatever. Like they don't need to write. You don't need to write it, even though it's way easier now to put in a letter because all you have to do is email it. Whereas back in the day, for most of these, you had to physically handwrite. Can you imagine having to write a letter by hand on Mm -hmm. paper with pen? And then folding it up, putting it in an envelope, <laughs> putting a stamp on it, and putting it in the mail, and then and waiting I... four to six weeks for them to retrieve it, and then have to wait three months to see it in a comic. Could you imagine? That would blow your mind, wouldn't it? And that would kind of like <laughs> almost as well, like, um, you know, when the issue has come and gone, and maybe like a couple of months later, wherever it pops up, it's like not relevant anymore. You know, that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it is easier these days. And, look, I might t- take this opportunity as well just – um, straight off the leaf of my co-host Seren from To Know Her Is To Fear Her, the Spider-Woman podcast that we do. Now, Looney listeners, um, i like to put it out to you um, with this upcoming series by Jed McKay and, and Alessandro Capuccio. Um, I'd, love, I'd love it if we can write in to Marvel about it because as Seren always tells me, the more you write in and let them know that you love the series, you love the character... It does have an effect uh, on the editors and stuff, and it does potentially influence them to say, look, let's extend this run or let's keep this character, give this character another series. So if you want to see more Moon Knight in comics, um, I think the the easiest way, and as as you say, Josh, it's very easy to send an email these days, um, write in, you know. Um, You can see your name. It's it's associated with the comic. You know, it's a lot of fun that was always the buzz. Uh, I, I find as well the letters pages. You can say, "Oh, they printed my letter," you know. Um, so there's something in it for you there. Uh, but yeah, why don't we um, let's let's try to write some letters into this, whether it be good or bad. Uh, it'd be great if uh, the Moon Knight series coming up has a lot of feedback. I think that would be great. Have you ever read a letter in to Marvel? Yeah, I have. I um, I think the very first one I did was to the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, that didn't get printed, um, but I wrote one to. I think I've written a couple to Moon Knight. I don't think maybe one. I can't remember if it's been printed. Uh, the latest one I've, I've written to the Spider Woman, um, the current Spider Woman run, and that's been printed. So, um, yeah, that's a bit of fun. It's good. Yeah, I, I wrote one in for the the Thor. The, the oh. last Jason Aaron run of yes. Thor, and I wrote one in there, and that, that one got printed. So I'm ah, like, nice, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, because like you think about, it, there are a lot of fans there, but also as well, you could hedge your bets and say, you know, I mean, Thor's pretty. That's pretty impressive, I think, Josh, because you'd think the Thor fan base is pretty big. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of, and I don't want to say this any bad way, but I might be picking low hanging fruit here with Spider Woman. Because <laughs> uh, more chance of getting printed, you, you know what I mean. I, I don't know if there are many mm-hmm. are many letters being printed to her, um, and and then I think Moon Knight might, might be in a similar boat. Um, the the TV show might increase his popularity, but um, yeah, I think right. we, yeah. Anyway, anyway, get them in there, loonies. Uh, come the end of July when it kicks off, uh, love to see your name in there. 
maybe sign it off as from the ITK community. <laughs> I don't know. No, just sign your name. It should be good. Anyway, Josh, let's get this underway. Hey, this should be interesting. Uh, we're going to start chronologically, yeah? Yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, start start from where we started and mm-hmm. work our way to modern. Which, and I did try to look up just out of curiosity if there was any letters from, let's well, say, like Werewolf by Night thirty five or thirty six oh, regarding the I... first, um, like the first appearance of Boon Knight. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard to like. It, it's hard to find like letters pages mm. on. Uh, you know, online. Well, yeah, it, yeah. Like, there's a few, especially those older ones. Well, um, they just they just scan the the comic, don't they? They, they yeah. sometimes just forget about the, the extra stuff. Yeah. Um. So, unfortunately, couldn't find any uh, reaction to that. Which I wonder. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of logistics why they couldn't. But I think it would actually be pretty cool if they would put out like a book con- like containing all the letters pages. That would be awesome. Like various, like. You know, okay, well, here's the letters pages for the first, you know, 20 years of Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know if, like, you know, like, I mean, I guess if they sell it in the actual comic, it shouldn't, like, um, in terms of, like, well, do, do, do each of the people have to, like, have to sign something to allow it? But I guess if they're, if they printed it into the comic initially, I guess it wouldn't really make a difference. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't ever really realize. I think, yeah, once they printed it in the comics, I'm sure, sure it's fair game to be reprinted. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know, again, sorry, just a slight aside, I know um, uh, Saren, again, my co-host from the Spider-Woman podcast, she, I think, tweeted directly to Jason Aaron or something. Um, and then they were doing an interview with Jason Aaron, but Saren had to sign off on this thing that... Um, they could use her tweet uh, on the show. Mm. Yeah, so mm. yeah. yeah, interesting. Weird, but yeah, I think like I, said, I, th- I think it would just be cool just to j- just to have all that like all the years of feedback like yeah. just right there. But, but I guess it would also be confusing where it's like, oh yeah, I really liked issue you no, know, you know, one hundred and seventeen. It's like, but if you don't know what happened in one seventeen, <laughs> you're gonna be fucking lost. Yeah, so, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't be such a good idea. But I don't no, know. It's one of those things my brain. <laughs> I'd like to take it one step further, Josh, like a leaf out of your book as well. I want them to print out all the stuff from the cutting room floor, the letters that didn't make it, you know, the mm. ones that they thought, they thought, hmm, we can't print this because they're obviously having a go. <laughs> I want to see all the trolling. That would be great. That would oh, be cool. Great, yeah. yeah. yeah it's fun. And then just, just one, uh, just like I said, every time I'm on, I bring this up, like, uh, but like, I, I'm reading through the nom right now. Yeah. Because of the, you know, because it's covering the Vietnam War, and the, because there's a couple issues, which actually the first episode I was on with you, issue number fifteen. Yeah. If you remember the one where, um, oh yes, the, the guys um, in the field, they, re- yes. they receive a letter from the guy who went back home. Mm-hmm. The letters regarding that issue, like, were kind of insane. Oh, were they? <laughs> and, but the, but and, but and the guy, the the writer. You know, usually with the letters pages, the editor is usually in charge of them. Well, pretty yeah. much with the nom, Doug Murray, the writer, is kind of in charge of, oh. like, responding to them. Yeah. And he particularly picked these two, you could say, not trolly ones, but very negative ones. Uh-huh. He specifically picked them on there so he could respond back to that, like, so that person could see the response. Yeah. Everybody else could see the response. So, and that's really the only one I've ever really seen that has, like, really negative, like, kind of reactions wow. on it. Um why were they negative? Really why were they negative about that issue? Was it because of the portrayal of 
because because especially the cover, which of course people see, they don't like they just see covers automatically judge they don't read it, uh-huh. but um, uh, because of like they portrayed like they portrayed like the hippies like looking at the soldier oh, like in a okay. bad fashion, be like and like oh it's a bad thing that these people are against it, and actually if if you if you want to hear about that, there's actually a video on YouTube of a guy who basically reads through that, like reads oh. through both of them yeah. and and then reads Doug, Doug's response. And it's, oh. uh, so if you, if, if you're interested in that, you can actually, if you don't have the issue, you can still hear about oh. it. Oh um, yeah. That, that sounds juicy. You do like, you know, <laughs> it is pretty, it is pretty cheeky of that Doug guy because he knows that they can't respond. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he'll have the last say, which is always a fun thing. Um, yeah, anyway. Plus he's I'll, calling them out in front of everybody else yes. who's reading that book. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Just 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 um giving them a spray. Yeah, so uh yeah, that that's um they've pretty left them left themselves in that line of fire there. Um yeah. I I just I was just thinking I also I just love to see like an incredible Hulk, what is it, one eighty one? Like someone just like writing in who is this mm-hmm. Wolverine character? He should. Yeah. He'll never get anywhere. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just to see those wrong kind of uh, entries. Anyway, right. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Well, uh, let, let's kick this off. Uh, Josh, you've got uh, the Doug Mensch, Sienkiewicz, uh letters page. Yep. So, uh, and like I was saying to you before, um, for this one, they just had, I guess they got so many letters in they had to kind of condense it in so mm-hmm. it's not going to be full letters it's just a like a paragraph i guess they cut out what like either the most you know the parts they either gave pretty good praise or the most the things they, they thought thought were the most interesting um so there's a lot of feedback on here but like i said we'll only do like maybe like one or two from each page mm-hmm. just because we could spend a lot of time oh on, yeah um yeah there'll be plenty yeah there's plenty i mean mm-hmm. it's good yeah all right so here's this first one i'm gonna do uh, and you know I'll, you'll 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 see why I chose to pick uh, to pick this one instead. <laughs> um, so this one is like so. This is from uh, and I always love the uh, the the names of letters pages too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always find them humorous because they're always pretty clever. Ah, uh, uh, yep. Like metaphors or whatever, or not? I guess not metaphors, but like oh, wordplay, play on words. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite ones. Yeah, some of my favorite. Some of them are kind of generic, where it's like Avengers is like Avengers Assemble. It's like, well, oh, yeah. really picked. It's like Amazing Spider Man. It's like, come on, but like some of the other ones are like, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like I think Printed Circuits was Iron Man's one. Let's Rap with Cap was one of my favorites. <laughs> oh god. Um, I think the Hulk's was Going Green. Oh yeah. Thor's was the Hammer Strikes. I always like it. So so, um, so. Actually, I'll just speak because usually what they'll do is they'll ask like the readers, "Oh, do you have any ideas for the letters page name?" Oh yeah, and I'll read uh, I'll read this one just real quick. Um, so this uh, this one says, "Permission to speak freely, fellas. Thank you. I've seen other heroes come and go, but Moon Knight has got to be your your biggest winner in ages. And I promise you, you'll be receiving a letter from me on each and every Moon Knight to be published. So prepare <laughs> for monthly critiques. In the meantime." What do you think about the name's uh, Nightmail for the title of your letters page? So with that, le- not what's in that letter, but that's – so the, the title of the Moon Knight letters page is Nightmail. Night- and they got it from this guy, Barry Feidman. Barry Feidman. Well done, Barry. For a Nightmail, I'm assuming with a K, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, nice. Well, a nice little origin because we do know that there have been a few, um, like we lift from our feedback in the show, Night, Night Lions, which I know is from the Mark Spector Moon Knight run. And uh, Jeff Lemire's run, we have used uh, Mooney Missives as well, which is, uh, yeah, so they're, they're nice little play on words. Oh, I can't wait till we get to the Houston one. Maybe we'll use that for uh, something. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay, so the first actual letter here, and again, this is, well, I'll read it, and then I guess you'll see why I chose to pick this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so this is this one is goes, I thoroughly enjoyed Moon Knight number one. Bravo. The concept of such a haunting, fear-inducing, yet powerful, heroic character is brilliant. His specter-like quality, quadruple identity, and espionage-type flair forms a hero somewhat similar to DC's Cape Crusader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But noticeably more intriguing. I only hope the series maintains the novelty of these aspects. Thus far, the storyline is fabulous, and the art more than complements the plot. Mench is a writer of the highest quality, and Sienkiewicz's art is second only to Adams. Together, they're the definitive team for this series. Ooh. So even back then, like in the first issue, they're already making those, <laughs> yes. those uh, comparisons. Comparisons, yeah, yeah absolutely. But, uh, but I like the little bit. Um, but do you say even more so or better? <laughs> so, comparison um, to, mm. to the Cape Crusader. <laughs> so no, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um. And and of course, a call out to the what we now know is a classic team up of mentioned Sinkevich as well. The art and the writing. Um. L- little did they know that looking back now, it's you know seen as one of the best and yeah, um, best teams. All right, and then I just have one more yet for this one, and then I guess we can move on to uh, mm-hmm. the next one. All right. So this one goes, this is probably one of the strangest first issues to appear in a long time. You've come up with an origin for someone who I never suspected of having one, unless you count gaining certain abilities from a, were- a werewolf blade. You've given the supporting character some background as well, and you parlayed it all into a decent story. I guess in your final analysis, what you've really done is given yourself a good solid start here. No bombastic fireworks like most first issues, but a real start. Make the best of it. I'll be there in their reading. And that's from Brad Kefav. That's very kinda a very upstanding kind of letter. Very supportive. Make the best of mm-hmm. it. You know, well done, well done, Marvel, for, you know... For doing your job. Doing your job, job and yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's hope it continues. No, really good. Um, Interesting, not as bombastic and stuff. Um, I mean, I don't think it was bombastic bombastic as well, but it was certainly action-packed, and I think, you know, a really great start to the series. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I can can see what he means, especially for this type of character as well. You're not going to get him throwing the moon at someone or, you know, something like that. It's just a lot more um, down to earth. But it is like he's saying, I was like, oh, this is like the strangest issues or first issues. But it's like a lot of first issues kind of start that way, especially with like a newer character or like, again, a character getting like their first soul. It's like Mm -hmm. you see their origin and whatever first, like in like the first half and then the second half is – them going taking on a bad guy, so it's yeah. like I don't really see what, how what makes that strange. Yeah, true, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, that is true. Uh, I, look, I had except for I did see that 
um, that kind of division between the two in that issue one, it, it was quite, to me, it seemed mm. quite definite. So I can kind of see where he's coming from in that regards. But, yeah, you're right. Yep. I mean, um, you definitely get the the origins, but then it's intertwined with, with the battle. But to me, it seemed like almost that first origin story concluded and then it kind of kicked off again. Um, yeah, I guess you're right because... Yeah. I guess like the the like the like the end ending of the one and the beginning of the other is like after yeah. they get out of Egypt or whatever, and then you, it's like it's that classic panel. It's like one of my favorite panels oh, yeah. in comics <laughs> yeah. where it shows like it shows you know Mark Spector as the mercenary, uh, Stephen Grant with Marlene, and then Jake Lockie as the cabbie, all kind of standing next to each other, and then you have Moon Knight kind of in that heroic pose. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the okay like. This like everything right before leads to this, and this is where we're starting at mm. for the second part of the story. So I guess I kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. So no, really good. Um, nice selection there from the first volume. Uh, very polite, very positive. I like it. Yeah, like I said, like, like, that's the thing with most of these letters. Majority of it is positive. Like I said, we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna get really any. Uh, like any crazy things, but like I say, it's just funny just to see people's you know initial reactions to like yeah. when you know new ones come out because like I said, now in a day and age where it's like we can put our feedback instantly, where it's like back then, yeah, you had you know you, if you really if you really liked it or if you really hated it, you had to look, you actually had to send it physically, yeah, send well- it in. Yeah, yeah. I had the impression as well. Maybe it was in the nineties. Maybe I'm wrong. But like more recent, I know more recent letters pages do print the odd, um, you know, one against the grain. Um, so mm. it is possible. But yeah, I, th- I think most of this era, the early eighties and such, I think you'll just get really kind of really positive, good ones. Right. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're going to move on to the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one, so this is going to be the Fist of Conchu, uh, you know, Moon Knight run. This is going to be issue number four. Mm-hmm. And I guess for people who kind of don't know, like, how the letters pages work, generally, because of the time it takes, like, okay, so, like, when the one issue comes out, they're already printing, you know, number three because they're always working in advance. So whatever mm-hmm. kind of letters you write regarding issue number one would generally appear in issues, you know, four or five. So that's why there's always like a big, uh, a big delay. And even that's even with uh, the newer ones too, because that's just how that's just how it is. So if you ever, so don't read the letters page for, you know, number, you know, five and expect it to be for issue number four. It's always yeah. going to be months behind. Yeah. So that's why majority of the issues we're referencing. Or, uh, that we're like physically looking at is going to be either like three, four, five. Mm-hmm. That's basically going to be it. So. All right. So uh, the they continue using Nightmail as the name for this letters page in this run also. All right. So oh crap, what floor was that? Okay, so here's one. Uh, this goes, dear Denny. Uh, Danny O'Neill was the editor at the time for this one. Why did you see fit to alter Moon Knight's costume? The new gold bands only decrease the effectiveness of the jet and silver coloring. In his old costume, he possessed an eerie quality and the ability to blend in with the darkness around him. How will he be able to lurk in the darkness without being discovered because of the light glittering off the gold? 
The yonk on his chest doesn't bother me, but I'd much rather see him throwing crescent darts than magic boomerangs. Yeah. And that's from Donnie Schick. Yeah, um, maybe the precursor to Moon Knight, I want you to see me coming. Maybe that's why he's wearing the bling. <laughs> you never know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I would imagine that that had brought up a lot of uh, flack. You know, anything that was a, a distinct change from, you know, the character that you're used to would, would definitely kind of raise some eyebrows in some fans. But yeah, I, I think you, your thoughts on the, the costume, uh, Josh, not the best? Yeah, I mean, I like it, but I guess I only like it because of the context of like, that's the only run he also has superpowers in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it kind of define like, it kind of just defines that. And plus it's like the mid eighties and really around this time, that's sort of when all of the characters sort of got their costume changes. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, even though Moon Knight only been around for, I mean, at this point it would have been what, uh, not even 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's a little early on, but like, it would kind of make sense. Cause like, you see, pick up Moon Knight, and instead of being, you know, the all white, he has the gold and stuff on it. And just like, you know, Iron Man changes to the Silver Centurion armor. Yeah. Captain America it now becomes the Captain, and he has the black suit on, and then Spider Man gets the Venom symbiote. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense of what they were doing yeah. with Marvel in general. Absolutely. And I think, um, especially with that run, Fisher Conchu, I mean, although there is a underlying kind of Egyptian quality to all of them, very much so it was with the Fist of Conchu, with the the High Priest and um, there being that distinct connection uh, that Moon Knight has with with those ancient Egyptians. Uh, So, you know, with all those relics like the Boomerang, the Ankh and all that, it kind of does tie into Egypt a bit more. Um, Yeah. And it was, was a, I guess, a creative decision. Just give it a go. Why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But all right, and I have one more here, and maybe you know this one might may fall into the trap of kind of what we talked about before. This one, and they, they kind of acknowledge it because. Uh, so this is the last letter on this page, and uh, there's a kind of a, I don't I, like there's a wacky one that I don't even want to do because I don't even know what <laughs> it's trying to say. But the, the response is, hmm, is this letters page getting out of hand? Have oh. we totally lost control? Oh. And then this is the next one. This is the last one. It says. Dear Denny, guess who just went from being a latter-day Batman to being a latter-day Green Lantern? Only kidding, only kidding. Hey, Denny, <laughs> put down that golden onk. Don't throw it. Ha! Missed me. Uh-oh. Not the ivory boomerang. Help! Boy, some people just can't take a joke. Oh, no, Alan. Not the scarab darts. Chris, put down that bullet. Help me, shooter. Yeah! <laughs> wow. Cool. Edward Cheney. So- <laughs> wow. That- I... Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. I think there's obviously a bit of a piss take. Um, but, yeah, maybe maybe making light of the fact not happy with the, the change. Um, I guess, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just – but then part of my brain also thinks, like, what would possess you to, like, write a letter like that? <laughs> I know, and post it like, and like, send it, you know? It's, it's yeah, like, like, that's what I'm thinking. It's like it's, yeah. it's weird because of all the trouble you have to go through. Like, I'm, I'm going to write this thing where I make a joke, and then in my letter, the people who are responsible for making it get angry with me. Like, it's really weird. <laughs> and, then it's, and then, uh, and then um, 
their response is to that is, okay, okay, in an effort to regain just a bit of control, we're forced to make this official challenge. Send us your Moon Knight jokes. The best <laughs> okay. ones will be printed here, and maybe they'll even win a prize or not. And if there is no prize, would that be a no prize? Okay. Well, oh. <laughs> they made light of it. That, that's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a strange one. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what possessed the guy. Maybe he thought that doing that would give him a greater chance to have it printed. That's all I can think of. Let, I guess let's. Insane, yeah. yeah, let's put something totally left of field and hopefully I can get it printed. But, you know, he got a response from them and he got mm-hmm. like a, or bit, I don't know how serious they were about like, you know, receiving the jokes in. So, yeah. Now I'm curious. Now I want to go and look and see if there are any Moon Knight jokes. <laughs> hey, that should be a, there's a challenge for the Moon Knight group. <laughs> put, put in some Moon Knight jokes. Oh, yeah. For, for the, the upcoming series. Well, just in general, like, no, no, yeah. like I was saying, oh, I was jokes. Saying, oh, you saying, mean like, jokes? On our page. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. That'll be our next episode. Put in, <laughs> put in Moon Knight jokes and we'll, we'll, we'll react to them, even though I've <laughs> read them beforehand. <laughs> yeah, and we'll only accept one with you know a reference to dracula because we know we know that's probably yeah. one of the biggest ones uh, out there so <laughs> if, you, if you just post that meme you're, you're kicked out of the group <laughs> exactly <laughs> there's got to be more than dracula and ketamine i'm sure yeah um no moon knight or uh yeah no because uh, i mean stuff. i mean for sure they're, they're dead funny so they're really good as mm-hmm. well but like um they're the obvious go-tos but yeah if you've yeah. got any other ones uh let us know um yeah uh that's pretty much all the good ones on this for this letters page. A lot of them just again just happy that there's a new number one. Yep. Or a new a new Moon Knight series. So again um, that was So again that was Nightmail, was it? That was called Nightmail yep. as well. Okay, cool. And that was from the Fist of Conchu. Hey everyone, this is Brian, the host of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider Podcast. And since 2017, Inner Demons has been the best place on the web for news, reviews, and regular discussion with our listeners about Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast catchers, as well as on Twitter, at InnerDemonsGR. Remember, listening to your Inner Demons is not always a bad thing. Ride on. Stellar law enforcement agency armed with rings that grant them a variety of extraordinary powers, all of which come from imagination and or emotions. Their names are many famous, including Alan Scott, Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, John Stewart, Cal Rayner, Simon Baz, Jessica Cruz, and Sojourner Mullen. If you're a fan of the Green Lanterns, Please come join me and my co-hosts every week on the Capes and Lunatic Sidekicks podcast for Sector 2814, the Green Lantern podcast. Hey everyone, this is Phil. 
of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night. The. The. Moon Knight podcast. Cool. Shall we go to Mark Spectre Moon Knight then? I've got this here. Right. Yep. Um, so this was the next, I guess, official Moon Knight thing. Um, if you look at the wiki, it, it's it's seen as a volume one because it's a different title, obviously, Mark Spectre Moon Knight. Um, the longest running uh, Moon Knight series went up to 60. But again, that's more of a sign of the times, I think, than having any bearing on, I guess, the success. I mean, it's, it's a pretty mixed uh, series. Uh, so this, uh, they call this Nightlines, is what we kind of lifted our feedback kind of section on as well. So again, Nightlines with a K. Um, and anyway, yeah, so looking at, this is, I'm lifting this off issue three, as Josh said, it comes a bit later. Uh, and there, these um, letters are mainly on issue one. I thought I'd give, I'd start off with this one, Josh, because it actually ties in with Fist of Conchu. Uh, and I'd like to get your thoughts as well. It would be pretty cool. So this one's from Bill Ray. Uh, and he says, Dear Mr. Dixon and Mr. Veluto, Sal Veluto, the great artist, I am possibly the number one fan of Moon Knight. He probably was back in the day. You never know. There probably weren't that many. Uh, <laughs> I have been hoping for this day ever since Fister Conchu was cancelled. His short term with the West Coast Avengers quenched my thirst for the warrior in Jet and White, but didn't quite satisfy it. Um, but now Mark Spector is finally back in solo work. Very well written. I like the technical information and the way it was presented. Uh, the look of the book is quite good, but Mark doesn't look quite right. Uh, the way that Bushman looks is perfect. I am highly impressed. Just one question, though. Marlene left Mark for her ex-husband, Eric in Fist of Conchu 3. What happened? Why is she back? Now, that's a good question, Josh. Mm. Do you remember that? I remember that distinctly as well. Yeah, I remember Yeah, I remember her leaving and that she wasn't in the last three issues, but uh, I don't remember much after that. I, I think uh, maybe just a plot point, just forgotten. Yeah. And just like, let's just forget about it and, and bring it back. Um, it could have led somewhere, I reckon, with that, um, who was Alan Zelenitz, uh run from Fist of Conchu. That would have been quite interesting, having a third factor in there, uh, in Eric, uh, maybe potential Mark vying for Marlene's love back. But having said that, he's always vying for her love back, isn't isn't he? I mean, regardless of whether she's, like, she's always kind of threatening to leave uh, in in the subsequent series. So, uh, yeah, now, very interesting there. Um, They respond, uh, Carl Potts, I guess, is the editor. Uh, And it says, apparently things didn't work out for Marlene and Eric, Bill. Easy answer. We'll be finding out more about that in upcoming issues, though. So I'm not... I can't recall in Mark Spector Moon Knight if they go back into Marlene and Eric's relationship. So, I don't know. Does that ring a bell? Trying to think. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so as well. I mean, Marlene had a really cool... uh, She had a really good... um, I guess run in, in, in the early components at least of Mark Spector, like she was kick ass here. I remember her going to Bosco Verde and everything. She was pretty good. Um, you know, not just relegated again, the ongoing joke of her just being in the bedroom. Um, but yeah, I can't remember her with Eric. Maybe husband. my thinking, I'm trying to think. I know there is something where like the mansion got like attacked and for some reason I, maybe he was there, not involved, but maybe he just happened to be there when something happened. 
but oh, I can't that... really remember. It's been a while. Okay, that could be Blood Brothers. Um, didn't that, or, or was it the Hobgoblin um, attacked? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that I think, mansion was... I think that's way later. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, no, I thought that would be good because he does, obviously, he is the number one fan. I mean, he does remember Fist of Conchu and he does tie that in. So I like how these fans are, you know, keeping keeping uh, the editors and the writers on their toes, remembering details. Um, the other one, the last one I do is a little short one. It's from Bud. I picked it because he's he's signed off as Bud Moon Worshipper Bond. Um, I love it, giving himself a nickname there. <laughs> he could fit right well into uh, to ITK. Dear, <laughs> dear Moonies, he said, at last, Moon Knight is back. And in the old costume to boot. So I guess he wasn't a fan of Pistol Conchu as well. Marlene is back too. And so is Frenchie. Thank you. I love the run. Uh, I'm sorry. I love the return of Bushman. Oh, sorry. General Bushman. Uh, hey, for a letter page title, how would Lunar Letters or the Pen of Conchu uh, be? How about it? Hey, I got it. How about New Moon? Uh, there we go. So uh, I included that because he, he gave some suggestions, none of which kind of were picked up by Marvel, but... But well done. Uh, response, uh, thanks for all the suggestions, Bud. As you can see, we've decided to go with Nightlines as a title of Moon Knight's Liz page. Besides, half of those titles are from upcoming stories. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know the new moon is the name of the... I think it's the I think it's the next issue, number four. Which, oh, okay. Um, with, because of Midnight coming on, I think. Ah, right, right, right. Um, I think he, that's where he shows up. Or is it, but I know it's one of the midnight issues is uh, New Moon. Okay, well, that's probably what Carl was really referring to. I'm not sure if there is a, a storyline called Pen of Conchu, but <laughs> so he's definitely probably talking about New Moon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those two, I thought, I mean, they're generally, um, again, very positive uh, for Mark Spectre and the Moon Knight 1 and... Uh, a, a few references to Fist of Conchu. So there are a lot of people um, happy with the return to this kind of look of Moon Knight, a bit more of the classic look than from the Fist of Conchu. But yeah. in a way, uh, sort of, uh, these are sort of reflecting kind of our kind of thoughts now because now we're sort of in this, well, ending shortly, we're in this flux where Moon Knight doesn't have his own series, but he's appearing in other series. So mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, if you want to, as, as Bill Ray put, if you want to quench your thirst, you can uh, read those other titles just to see what's going on. But what you really like is his own title, and that's where we're at. So with us yeah. getting the new title this month. I mean, like I know you and I, Josh, both enjoyed the Moon Knight from the West Coast Avengers. Uh, it's interesting. Again, I, I, again, I... It must be like a different thing to be living in that time, of, and, and as you say, having the West Coast Avengers be like a stopgap between issue between series. Like, because we we read it, you know, amongst you know the past series of Moon Knight, whereas mm-hmm. back in the day, that's kind of all they had for those months or whatever until the new yeah. series came. So yeah, interesting to to kind of see it from that perspective. Well, that's kind of how, well, well, last year with the whole yep. um, Age of Conchu, that's kind of basically yeah. what that was. Yep. So, exactly. got to take it what you can get. Yeah. But. For sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 
No, I, I guess what I was hedging was because I, I really like the West Coast Avengers Moon Knight appearance. Uh, not so much the Age of Conchu. <laughs> I guess that's the big, yeah, that's the big difference. Well, yeah. actually, I still haven't actually read the whole of Age of Conchu, so but I've heard it's, it's, it's worth it's worth reading. Cool. Yeah, I have to pick up the like just the trade paperback of it just to read all because I think I have the I think I only have like the second issue because okay. like, I didn't I took Avengers off my pull list, but I'm like. I'll just go and I'll just get it. At, I'll go when it comes out, the day it comes out, I'll go to the comic store and get it. Yeah. And every time, except for that one time, they didn't have it. So uh, like, I, I'll just buy the trade paperback of it. Yeah. yeah, I, that way. yeah. I didn't I didn't bother getting the floppies. I, I'm, I'm just happy. I'll get the trade paperback as well. Yeah, it's not... Yeah. Not floppy worthy. Any, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that wraps up Mark Spector Moon Knight, Josh. Are we... What do we got next? Um... We so we'll a, have the Houston run next. Houston, yeah, so just uh, bearing in mind, I uh, had a quick look at High Strangers. Um, no no letters. The, the small minis don't really have the letters pages there. Um, and that's it. Then yeah, I think those two minis, are Resurrection War and High Strangers, were in between Mark Spector. And, and I think then that is Houston run following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so... This is going to be uh, issue three of the Houston run, and I'm, I won't say what the name is because I'm going to read out the title that uh, that recommends the name. Okay. <laughs> so, Dear Moon Knight Team, you need a letters column title with a book this intense? I mean, you just ripped Bushman's face off. It can't be anything other than Bark at the Moon. Oh. Until Mark Spector eats Bushman's face Ozzy Osbourne style, make mine Moon Knight. Actually, <laughs> if he if he eats Bushman's face, I'll buy two. And that's from Ryan Pardo. That's awesome. Bark so, at the moon. Yeah, that's that's just not one I would have thought of. No, not but, at all. Very inventive. <laughs> but even, yeah, it's, and and uh, yeah, he says uh, if he eats his face, jeez, yeah. he went he went there. <laughs> God, and actually, that in a way that that kind of tie that's that's good symbolism because you, well, the reason he says that is because you know I don't know you know the story of Ozzy Osbourne eating the the head off of a bat. Oh, okay, I got the mixed up. I thought I thought it was <laughs> Alice Cooper with the chicken head or something. All right, yeah, okay, jeez, that's terrible. Jeez. <laughs> so that's good. I guess that's good symbolism regarding yeah. uh, the other guy. So in a way, that works out pretty good. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so the, na- the so the title of this letters page is called "Bark at the Moon." Wow, it's, yeah, that's nothing I would have thought of, but no, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, All right. Okay, so I got a couple here. All right, so this one go. This one says, "My God, can it be any better than this?" That was easily the most gruesome, vile, disturbing fight I've ever or I've seen this year, and I love every panel of it. A lot of my friends wonder why I'm so fond of a C-less superhero. Well, after letting them read this issue and the first one, uh, all they have been saying to me is, holy shit. Well done, issue to all involved, and I will continue to spread the love. By the way, the letters page should be called the lunar times or the full moon make mine moon night and that's yes. for ibn abdullah nice one so- it's it's very interesting josh to hear um feedback basically again from the time that that this has come out because while you were reading that all i'm thinking of was those amazon 
reviews that we did previously. And I think we did a, a couple on Houston. And wasn't there one where, where some guy was like saying he was going to th- thinking about giving it all away? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that, because, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah and like uh, blowing his brains out and stuff. It's like, really? <laughs> like just over this issue. Um, but having read, having you read that letter now, like this is the, the real raw reaction to it as it came out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and as I'm, as I'm reading through like, a, uh, a lot of them were kind of in response to that kind of brutalness mm. of, uh, of that one. So, and so this is a, this is another one that I got here. It says, after reading the first issue of moon Knight, I was not sure if I would stick with the title. I'm happy to report that after seeing him tear Bushman's face off, I'm adding it to my pull list. <laughs> Good work, guys. That's for Anthony Bogans. And it seems that that kind of trait of Houston's, Ryan, still runs strong to this day. You know, a lot of people love the Houston run. Oh, I love it as well, but mm-hmm. the, the takeaway, it's so strong that, you know, when we're talking about the TV show, People are going, oh, we need the R rating. If the, if if Moon Knight doesn't rip the face off someone, I'm not watching the show. You know, it, it's it's become so influential. Um, yeah. And I did actually a while ago put up um, because I had this kind of uh, exchange with someone on on Instagram, uh, and I agree with him to the extent. Um, he was saying basically how everything pre pre Houston was rubbish, um, and the Moon Knight run, that run is the best. Um, and so I'll put something up on, on the ITK community saying, like, you know, is this a fair comment? Is it the definitive modern run? Uh, modern, uh, yeah, and, and a lot of people agreed that, like, as modern runs go, it probably is quite definitive. Um, I don't mm. know, what are, your, what are your thoughts there, Josh? I mean, in a way, I kind of, I mean, I won't go and say that everything prior was garbage, oh, or not I'm, garbage, but, like, yeah. uh, but like un, you know... Oh, yeah. like this is this isn't worth reading because I, I mean I like the older yeah. stuff better. Oh, yeah. like, that, that, that's what I, Moon Knight just with everything. Yeah, I mean that's what I took kind of um, kind of umbrage with, so to speak, when he said that. So we kind of, but yeah, but how about the the mod, like the take on this being the definitive modern run? Uh, I, I guess I would say kind of yeah because it is kind of like mm-hmm. the most straightforward. Yep. Where the other ones like okay, like the Ellis run. It's obviously you know it's fantastic, I mean, and not, not just and the other two volumes too in that in that whole that whole run um, are good, but they're very uh, like I said they're all they're mostly just like one off little things. So it's just like it's not like a story; it's just like a series of little adventures. Yeah. So I could see what people are like. Oh, this isn't the definitive. This is just him doing some cool stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. like with the Lemire one, it's cool, but I think it's it's too wacky for some people. Too, so yeah. I think kind of just. By default, I guess it, the bottom is kind of put out to be the kind of the fit of modern because it's it, it it's straightforward. It tells a story over multiple issues, multiple volumes, as opposed to some of the other things. Like I said, it's not it's not too too wacky. And yeah. I think the like there's no question that that's like the most uh, like graphic yeah. and violent run of all of them. It's really interesting as well. I mean, because it, it seems to be a very successful technique. Um, I'm, I'm drawing comparisons between that and, say, you know, Frank Miller's run. Um, what is it? Dark Knight Returns or whatever. I haven't mm-hmm. read it all, but yeah. that actually changed the perception 
of Batman moving forward on. You know, he's always seen as like this really dark and grim and gritty. You can kind of see that with Moon Knight and the Houston run. Uh, That's true. He's not now. He's expected to be this kind of um, violent, graphic kind of you know thing. Where he wasn't necessarily so in the prior runs. I mean, mm-hmm. you only have to look at Mark Spector, Moon Knight, of course, the classic run, Volume One, Fist of Conchu, nothing like that. Um, but it really has defined him. So yeah, there, there is some definite credence in in it being a de- the definitive modern take on Moon Knight. All right, uh, let's see if there's any other ones that are kind of worth. There's a couple longer ones. Uh, I guess I don't really have any other ones to bring up Okay. for this one. I guess a lot of it's kind of just the same, kind of what we were just talking about. Sure, so. Yeah, very happy to, uh, you know, it's a, a very accessible, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so moving on from that... Uh, is the Bendis runs next, right? Uh, I think it is. 2008, uh, 2008, 2009. Um, so funnily enough, I checked through them. No, no letters pages there. Make of that what you will. And like having said that as well, look, I, I, I don't mind the Bendis run. I'm just joshing. Okay. It's a bit of a rib tickle. So nothing there. Um, and then we go on to Vengeance of the Moon Knight. Uh, which I unfortunately I don't have the floppies of. I'm sure there are loonies out there that do. Uh, Josh, you don't know as well, right? No, I don't have them. Yeah, so I uh, can't tell if there are letters pages there. It would have been interesting to know because, uh, again, a bit of a departure. Um, look, if you're looking at that Houston run, the Bendis run, and the Avengers of the Moon Knight, very different Moon Knights, you know, in some capacity. So it would have been interesting if there are letters pages. None there, though. Um, and then we get to what's after Avengers of the Moon Knight, uh, the Ellis run, Ellis, uh, Wood and Bun run, uh, nothing there as well. I've checked, I haven't checked every issue. I went to like the first five issues or actually the first, the Ellis run, there were no letters there. I jumped to issue 17, the last run of that, what you perceive as that series, uh, no letters there, uh, so nothing there, which is a shame, which is funny, because Marvel now, I thought they would have really started putting a lot of letters in, but maybe they didn't get it for for Moon Knight, um, so nothing there as well. Uh, then we get on to the Lemire run, sorry, So and I've got some here, had to go to Moon Knight issue 4 for the Lemire run, um, so a couple of juicy pages here, two pages worth of letters, uh, it seems to be talking, like, I'm just flicking through now quickly. There's no reference to issue one. So it seems to be just, like, general feedback on uh, the, the series as a whole. So let me see. Uh, I haven't read through these, so I'm just going to... Um, I'll pick a couple. Uh, let's see. Hang on. Uh, Okay, here's, here's one. This is from Herbert L. Hatter, the fourth. Wow, this is the fourth Herbert. Um, and he writes, amazing. This is the Lemire run. I know most people uh, that write these letters claim they are the biggest fan of a certain superhero, but boy, oh boy, let me tell you, 
I feel like the direction Moon Knight is going is forming a greater understanding of his condition and who Moon Knight truly is. I've waited eagerly for these issues to become available and couldn't be any more pleased. I love to have issues every week. Keep up the great work. The themes are excellent for sure. The story is fitting uh, as it feels like Mark is learning about Moon Knight along with us. It is an exciting ride and I wish the best of luck in the future if you continue your efforts on Moon Knight. Uh, P.S. Please stay and keep doing Moon Knight as a team. This is what he truly needed. Uh, so yeah, again, just a very, a very positive um, email. Uh, so nothing too much there. I thought he was sorry. I thought he was about to say, you know, people write in to say they're the biggest fans. I am the biggest fan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that that didn't happen. Um, uh, so a lot of these, I see a lot of exclamation marks. I see a lot of adjectives as unbelievable. Fantastic. Um, okay, look, I'll, I'll just... One more other one. Uh, I'll pick... Uh, okay, all right, I'll pick the last one. This is just from David. Uh, Dear Moon Knight team, I just wanted to say I love the direction this is going in, and I'm an especially big fan of the return of the Mr. Knight persona from the last Moon Knight series. This oft-overlooked Marvel hero has some phenomenal stories. It's great to see him getting another run with such a great creative team telling such a compelling story. Uh, Though what's with Moon Knight punching above his weight class so often? First Nefaria, now Seth. Uh, How about making some new villains for a real Moon Knight's rogues gallery? Stained Glass Scarlet and Midnight can only be stretched so far. All the best, David. Uh, Interesting. Uh, interesting there, Josh. I like that he punches above his weight. Um, and number two, surely there are way more than Stained Glass, Scarlet, and Midnight. We've got Morpheus, Black Spectre, Bushman. You know, these are the, the typical rogues. At now, we do have with the Bemis run, Sun King, The Truth, um, Uncle Ernst, stuff like that. So the the rogues gallery is, is growing. Yeah. I think only because of... Uh... You know, Moon Knight only has like two hundred some issues. I guess because like some of them, while he does have a rose gallery, a lot of them he he only fights like once or yeah. twice maybe, and then never and doesn't see him again. I think maybe that's part of the problem where mm. either they, like to, to make him bigger, he used to either fight him more often. But at the same time, you do also want, he, he did say he should create new villains. Um, and I guess you can like especially with that whole. Uh, with the Lemire run, there wasn't really any villains besides like Seth, like just Conchu himself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on um, him fighting way above his weight weight division? Um, way, I kind of like it because it just shows that he doesn't really give a shit. Like, yeah, so that's that's my take mate. on whoever. Yeah, exactly. I think he just doesn't give a shit at all, <laughs> which is so funny. Uh, could be his undoing. Uh, but I like it. You know, we've seen more recently Kang. He fights Kang at the time kind of guy. And uh, who else? Like, well, you know, I was about to say um, he fights Set again, but he in Serpent War. But he's he's had a um, he's had help there from from Conchu as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's I don't know a couple there. I mean, they're, again, they're they're the impressively positive. So. Uh, nothing too hilarious or amusing to read there. Just, just all round, the Lemire run has 
being seen as, as quite good. Interestingly enough, though, I have come across a couple of comments, I can't remember where, but people saying, you know, Lemire, I think just on social media, saying that Lemire run isn't their, their favourite, it's not the best. Um, but again, you know, tastes are uh, subjective. Yeah, well, I know we had a, a, a mixed thoughts one uh, when we did our, the last oh, episode. Yeah. There was one where like, oh, there's a lot of cliche. But yeah. I think that was more of a that was more of an not an insane one, but like kind of complaining about nothing. Yeah, and they're like, remember, like, oh yeah, th- these lines were cliche. Oh, okay. like, yeah. oh, you mean like the stuff that people have been saying in comics for yes. forty years? Yeah, yeah, that's cliche. All it was right. really nitpicking. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to um, share with you. I think I probably said it before. There's a really nice Dutch and Dutch expression. So what what English speakers we call like splitting hairs, which is a very kind of common saying. Uh, the Dutch call call it and fucking. Um, which I find hilarious, <laughs> which kind of gives the same thing. So there's a lot of ant fucking um, with uh, with some of the uh, some of the nitpicks. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah, um, right. I think uh, we got time. We got time. Yeah, let, let's do the um, let's do the Bemis one. All right. So this brings. Yeah. Us- so sorry. Good. I'll just say it, it just brings us up to speed with the the most recent run now. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said I didn't know if I didn't know if we wanted to do this because mm-hmm. uh well obviously you know these issues have come out since you guys have started doing this podcast, so mm-hmm. uh but figure why not. <laughs> yeah, I mean like we we've never really delved into I mean, we give our own kind of thoughts and discussions of the issues and they're great and stuff, but it is always good to see what, what Marvel will print, you know, and what mm-hmm. uh what what other people who aren't, you know, within the ITK community think. So yeah. And the funny thing I am seeing about this, like, I'm, I'm curious now to know how many of the people who've written letters into here are also members of the group. Ah. If any are, or if any aren't. Like, Interesting. I'm just curious about And well, if actually, you... there's one here yep. that I'm curious about, because there's not a last name. Okay. But just by reading it, it sort of kind of uh, makes me curious if it's who I think it is or not. Like, <laughs> okay. someone who's involved... So I'll read that one out just just okay. to see. Sounds good. All right. He goes, hello, Mr. Bemis and Mr. Burroughs. Thank you. If your first issue is any indication that this is the Moon Knight I've been waiting for a long time, maybe since the days of Doug Mensch. I've certainly enjoyed the quality of writers and artists on the various Moon Knight versions during the last few years. I really was hoping to get back to Moon Knight as the Avenger of the night and not so much the psychological troubled individual of the night. Although Moon Knight is, is off stage for this first issue from what it, uh, is said from the short bio at the rear of the book, it seems that he has reconciled his personalities to the point that he will be able to function. The multiple personalities always made sense for him since Egypt has at least seven moon gods of which Khonshu is not even the most dominant. I figured as soon as various aspects of the Moon God could learn to work together, then Moon Knight could return to the fight. Anyhow, I was 22 when Moon Knight first came along, and I'm still reading him. So that should still tell you something. The artwork is beautiful, and the story is perfect. I feel like under your guidance, the moon will rise. By the way, if you don't have a name for the letter column, how about moon writing? Keep it rising. Phil. Phil. Yeah. 
But now that I see, I, I missed the part where it says, well, I was 22. Yeah. I was like, hmm, is that Phil Parrish? But now I see, I'm like, oh, no, no maybe not. Too old. <laughs> yeah, that would be too old. Yeah. <laughs> with, um, with, with the way he was kind of writing, I was like, it kind of sounds like yeah. how he would talk. So yeah, I was like, hmm. yeah. I was trying to I was trying to kind of glean from like what you're saying the style of writing as well I couldn't really um couldn't really pick it uh and that 22 years kind of threw me off but yeah uh, nice um idea Josh loony listeners if you are listening and if you are one of these like I don't know Josh if there's that one Phil if you are the Phil or if you're uh, possibly the other one Josh that's um one of them um yeah let us know it'd be very interesting but um no wow very very invested in this Bemis run and let's not forget as well like all if you regardless if you like or hate the Bemis run um I think generally that 188 issue the first one was pretty strong I mean it 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 kicked off um in a really good way I thought I mean you didn't see any Moon Knight but it was very kind of Egyptian oriented and um and as Phil said as well having that whole 14 issues from Jeff Lemire of the psychological kind of thing. Um, it was, it was about a time, it was time for a change and it's like, surely they're not going to do that again because Lemire did it so well. Um, so yeah, it was, a, I think it was a welcome change. Yeah. And also and now that I think about like that first issue is very much, again, it's like a setup issue, but it, mm. I can almost kind of compare it to like a lot of like the first episodes you've been getting with like the Disney plus shows. Yeah. They're all very set up episodes, and that's kind of how that first, that 188 is too. Yeah, there's no Moon Knight in it. No. But he's referenced and talked about a lot. Yes. and But it also sets up, introduces Sun King and gets, um, you know, introduces him and gets his story going. And uh, it, has that, it has that really great ending bit with a very horror feel bit where he burns and immolates uh, Dr. Emmett. I mean, that was mm-hmm. such a shocking ending. I thought uh, that first issue was great. Yeah, I I, I think I'm one of the people who I, I actually, re- at least that Crazy Runs in the Family arc, I really like that whole arc. Mm. I think I think it could have been, like, expanded, maybe one or two issues, mm-hmm. but I really dig that whole arc. The later part of the Bemis run, I'm like, mm, I don't really dig it as much, but yeah. that first arc i really like yeah the first arc was was great i thought um yeah oh no i have different views about that power of crazy but anyway yeah that, yeah, yeah that's, that's a little odd but all right yeah. i'll just have one more here yet and then uh cool. then we can wrap it up all right so this one goes so i just finished moon knight 188 and i had to write in i've been a <laughs> fan of moon knight forever now and i have read every single issue since 1980 so i was really looking forward to this but also very scared, as you never want your favorite hero to get a bad run. But oh boy, am I happy. I'm blown away with this issue. It was everything I wanted and more. It was in-depth, powerful, weird, and very, very crazy, which is just how I, just how we like it. What a great inf- introduction to Patient 86. Am I allowed to start calling him the Sun King yet? Or <laughs> I have to wait a little longer? That's right. Jason and Matt did amazing together. The drawings and the color really pops. Especially the dark red blood. That scene of Patient 86 in his room with blood everywhere literally made me scream with horror and excitement. <laughs> Lastly, I just want to say thank you, Max, for bringing such a new and exciting character to us fans and a fresh take on Moon Knight. And from the bottom of my heart, I cannot wait to read more. I guess you could say I'm over the moon. <laughs> Sincerely, your crazy friend from across the pond, Azim. 
Oh, across the pond, Azeem. Cool, again, so Azeem, if you're part of this community, please let us know. Across the pond. Mm. Anyway. Um, cool. No, that was yeah, good. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff I agree with, especially yeah, when you're saying about uh, the art with you know uh, Jason yes. Rose and Matt Lopez, yep. really good, and the, and the color, yeah, especially the, the, color. the color really makes uh, uh, Burroughs's art really pop out. Yeah, and his kind of his experience with like horror and stuff, because um, you know, uh, well, kind of just really graphic, you know, just graphic stuff um because his crossed run was was very much lauded with like body graphic body violence and stuff um i think he brought that kind of that kind of feel um to the sun king especially in that first issue at least so yeah totally agree um but yeah uh, it seemed yep it, it, those two letters josh mightily impressed with uh the start of the bemis run and uh, and I'd agree with you as well as as I mentioned. Yeah, it started off really well. Uh, towards the end, I kind of got a little lost. But some of the art was great from Paul Davidson, that English artist. Uh, towards mm-hmm. the end, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there you go, Looney listeners. Uh, that's just like a a broad, um, I guess, sweep through some of the letters pages. And again, as we mentioned, just kind of zoning in on initial reactions to new series is very interesting, very positive as well um yeah uh, but very showing very passionate fans about moon knight so uh as mentioned it'd be interesting to see letters uh, and the name of the letters page in the upcoming moon knight um thing because i think that lemire run was the moony missives as i mentioned so they might change it again um but yeah, as I mentioned, Loonies, get your letters in as well. It's the only way to let Marvel know that you love this character and, and potentially we want to see more of him in a series. I'm sure the TV show will help no end as well for the character, but um, but still, it doesn't mean that you can't drop your thoughts in into the comic book. Um, so yeah. Uh, we, should all, uh, we should all write in and, and all recommend calling the letters page Into the Night. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. That'd be that'd be so cool. Oh man, yeah, do that. <laughs> um, that's a great idea, Josh. Jeez. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Looney's writer scene as well. I mean, let us you know. Let us know what you think of this. I thought it was a very interesting Conchie's relics. It's, it's such a cool idea to kind of think outside the square of of how we kind of present Moon Knight. And of course, we've done comic book reviews. Uh, we've done animated TV shows, uh, action figures and stuff. I love these out-of-the-box ideas, Josh, about looking at letters pages, looking at reviews. Um, it's a really good insight into how Moon Knight is perceived rather than just how, like, how it's portrayed, you know, yeah. in, in medium. So, yeah, very interesting. Let us know what you think, uh, Loonies. Uh, if you do come across any funny or uh, amusing letters... Uh, if you, you know, in some of the issues that you have, uh, let us know, post them up. Um, that'd be great. Great to like hear. Um, but Josh, a, a huge thanks. Uh, this has been great. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for asking me to come back on. Yeah, no, for sure. Welcome anytime, of course, as well. And again, for any loonies that want to, uh, maybe pick your brain about any more of this stuff, where can they contact you? Oh, you can just, uh, like I said, I'm in the Facebook group, so you can just look for me on there. Uh, that's really the only kind of social media I use anymore. Okay. 
Yeah, excellent. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, catch Josh there. Uh, drop him a line. Uh, yeah, really good. We, I'm seeing Looney's uh, post stuff up there a lot. It's great. We just recently, we've passed the 1500 mark, which I'm very happy. Uh, thank you so much, Looney's. Uh, yeah, it's great to have this community of, of Moon Knight fans. And it's only going to get bigger once a TV show and hopefully uh, once a comic book series kicks off late in July. Uh, next phase, we've got another couple of episodes, uh, for the beginning and the end of the week. Um, so it will be a full moon. Ooh, big week for all you moon lovers. A full moon out there, and that's going to mean a moon and stars segment. So we're looking at Moon Knight on film, uh, which is going to be interesting again. Uh, returning is one of the original High Priest of Conchu, Rebecca. She'll be joining me. Um, I'm not too sure yet what. Moon Knight on film related stuff we'll talk about, but Rebecca and I always have a good, good time chatting away, uh, similar with the idle chat as well. Uh, we'll come up with a topic there. Just keep your eyes peeled in our social media platforms. Uh, as mentioned at the top of the show as well, um, a big thank you to our sponsors. Uh, so if you check out patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight, you too can see the incentives to become a Patreon member or a Patruni. Um, highly thank everyone there. Uh, so go please check it out. Um, be like Josh, um, one of the Petrunis as well. And, um, yeah, um, happy to any, any and all of the Petrunis love to have on the show as well. So, uh, if you want to have a chat, talk about Moon Knight, um, yeah, think, think of becoming a Petruni. Uh, as mentioned, sponsored by Hello Headphones. If you use the code ITK Moon Knight, you'll get 10% off their online store. With Dreamland Comics, if you use the code MOON, you'll get 20% off their online um, store. So all those back issues. Uh, we're affiliate members with Entertainment Earth. If you use the link to purchase any of the action figures, you can um, help prop up the show as well. Just a little bit goes our way. And finally, we are part of the collective, uh, so a band of podcasters, all to do with character-based, you know, Marvel, DC. I wish there were more on Valiant Comics. That would be cool. Um, but even pop culture stuff. Uh, there's actually probably a couple of um, shows added onto the collective coming soon. Um, very exciting. Uh, I had a, I'm going to drop it now as well, shout out now. I had a guest spot on uh, Ghost Spider Groupies, all to do with Spider Gwen. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, we did a, a little bit of a guest spot from our Spider Woman podcast over there. They might be joining us. But the likes of... Uh, uh, the likes of Last Sons of Krypton, uh, Superman podcast, or, um, or Sons of the Dragon and Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Uh, there's some characters there. Swamp Thing, uh, sorry, Man Thing, uh, Venom, Ghost Rider. They're all part of it. Go check it out. Uh, finally, you can contact us on email, itkmoonnight at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal. Um, and if you'd like to give us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, that would be great. It helps us get out there more um, and reach other potential loonies. So a big thank you then. Uh, once again, Josh, a huge thank you. Um, uh, we've uh, we've had a nice time gas bagging for um, for both episodes this week. It's been a real a real hoot. Um, definitely have you on anytime you're available. I know you do these early mornings, so really appreciate it. Oh, it's all good. I'm always up early anyways. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, a big thank you. And as always, loonies, may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. See you guys. Moon 
websites and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.